Why? Why? <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I sound sick. I sound so good. Man, he sounds oh. so good. Oh, shit. We didn't work out who's saying what. That's oh, fine. I didn't let's go write with it. Down. Um, yeah, let's just, yeah, let's roll with it. Um, I don't actually have the, the intro. intro. But that's fine. Oh, oh, I think I remember. Jam about, welcome to Jam About Town. The podcast where two musicians who know absolutely nothing about geography. Oh, fuck me. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to Jam About Town. We're back. We're back, Yay. baby. This is Jam About Town, the podcast where two people that know absolutely nothing about geography talk about towns, villages, cities, etc. that they've never been to. And um, and we're shit at it. But So it's been uh, a couple of weeks, isn't it? Well, about a week and a bit since we've well, done the last pod. Yeah, we've had a week a week off, but um, yeah, we're sort of just adjusting to, you know, life again because we're sort of back to normal now, almost. Yeah, exactly. Um, back to work and everything. I mean, the reason we didn't do it last week is because we just we can be fucked. But um, we sim we simply didn't really have time, didn't we? Yeah, that's it. That's the real reason <laughs> we didn't we didn't have time. Um, basically, I kept pushing it back, going, "No, James, no, I'm busy. I got work. No, I got work." It was so good. We literally were like, well, should we do it Monday? And then we were like, oh no, we'll do it tomorrow. And then we like, do it Wednesday. No, we'll do it tomorrow. And then we were like, Thursday. Oh, well, it's not going to happen, is it? It's not going to happen. And then we got to this week and we're like, should we do it Monday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got to Monday evening. We're like, mm, we haven't actually chosen a place to do. <laughs> then so we haven't moved. done any research on anywhere. Um, so it took till, uh, we're actually recording this on a Friday. Is it um, Friday? I thought it was Thursday. Christ. Is it Friday? It's Friday, yeah. Bloody hell. It is Friday. Oh, my life. Jesus Christ. Um, you been up to anything, James? Um, I um, I think I have. I think I have. Um, but none <laughs> of it's think? really that interesting. Are we, oh, well, I'll say I learnt in... Uh, uh, I wasn't anywhere when I learnt this. I wasn't anywhere at all where I shouldn't be doing this. But yeah. I learnt how to um, flick... A lid from a soya bottle really far today. What did wow. you do, Jamie? I um, learned did you do how the same. Well, no, I learned how to catch a soya lid going really quickly in the air that had been flicked. Um, yeah, and that was great. And this definitely didn't happen at Narux because it was we were oh. really we were really doing a lot today, weren't we? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, we get on with stuff when we're at that's Narux. Yeah, no, we never muck around. No, no, we don't. Um, and everyone that we work with will tell you that as well. Mm, um, mm. We're great workers. That is cool. true. We're we're not key workers. We're great workers. We're great workers. We're definitely exactly. not key. Shout yeah. out to you, key workers. Shout out to you. Shout out to you, key workers, and everyone else who's not a key worker. Shout out to everyone. Right? Shout out to everyone. Why not? Why not? Just shout out everyone. Everyone's all right, aren't they? Generally. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Jamie, yeah. Will, the Wilkie son, yeah. as we're back, would you we're like back. to kick off the pod with a cut short? Yeah. 
Yeah, let's start with a cut short, shall we? Fantastic. And yeah. what is cut short, Jamie? Cut short is the section of a podcast where we talk about ours and other people's funny poo stories and wee stories. Yeah, we don't discriminate. Poo or wee. Poo or wee, or even sick. That'd be quite funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, We're send open them to in. It. Send yeah. them in. We're open yeah. to it. Yeah, I mean, um, even something else, I don't know. It, yeah. yeah. If you have something else, maybe like earwax or snot, <laughs> you know. <laughs> There's got to be some funny stories this is, there. This is a lovely podcast, isn't it? Yeah, it's just bodily um, fluids cut short, just anything. But um, yeah, um, hit me. Well, but before I talk about that, James, I just want to uh, explain to you uh, about my situation at home at the moment. Oh, right. Uh, oh, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm actually getting kicked out of my flat. You are, aren't you? I I'm know. Everybody, out. everybody, um, boo the landlord. Boo the landlord. And I'll tell you for why. Yes. So, I was actually doing some maintenance on my Spies Orb Mark II. And I was yeah. developing the new features on the Spies Orb Mark II. Yeah, I came um, around when you were doing this. Yes, exactly. And I got a letter through. Uh, from the estate agency informing me that due to my involvement with multiple foreign intelligence agencies um, and my meth lab, uh, that I had to leave. Um, <laughs> Wait, uh, what? I didn't know you were involved in that as well. Yeah, it's quite well known, my meth lab. I, mean, I didn't think it was illegal, but apparently, apparently it is. Um, yeah. Look, I'm sure there's a loophole. Yeah, there must be a loophole. Uh, so me and Emily, my girlfriend... Uh, gonna <laughs> girlfriend, <laughs> uh, gonna have to move out, and that's sad. Very good. You really should change your email though from incognito Jamie. Otherwise, you're never gonna find a new flat. <laughs> incognito Jamie with methlab dot com. <laughs> <laughs> So, this is. Uh, she said I could. Uh, say her name, but if she decides not, we'll bleep it out. So, bleep. was on holiday uh, in Isle of Wight with her family. I think she was between 10 and 13 years old. Fantastic. So, old enough to not shit herself, <laughs> you know, without thinking about it. Um, yeah. she, I mean, I, I beg to differ. <laughs> she um, went and explained that she was wearing some like a lovely floral top. Uh, floral summer shorts, you know, lovely, beautiful clothes. Um, she was enjoying life. Um, she was down at the beach and they decided to get some ice cream. Oh, uh, lovely. Yeah. And she was eating the ice cream. She was really enjoying it. And then it hit her, uh, literally. Uh, and she suddenly <laughs> needed a shit right away. I can tell you, mm-hmm. I know this feeling. Yes. I know this yes. feeling. As a man with weak bowels. <laughs> That's it. And dairy intolerance. D- dairy intolerance. I can yeah. tell you, when when shit hits the fan, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's, it's it got hits a, the fan. It hits yeah. the fan, yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. Literally. Yeah, so there was no stopping it. She was like, it's going to happen. And this is a quote you uh, from <laughs> yesterday. She said, you can't turtle head this kind of poo. Because I, I asked, did it turtle? Was it touching cloth? And she said, no, you can't turtle head this kind of poo. No, this you poo really can't. No, you really can't. I, I don't think you've... Have you ever really experienced this? Um, I think I have, but not to this extent, really. 
Because for it... some reason, I'm always in a shopping centre when this happens. Yeah, that's not good. At least in a shopping centre, you've got toilets. Yeah, but, you know, they're not Public nice toilets, ones. mate. Public toilets. You can't no, poo in a public toilet. I've got a thing with those. Yeah, you can't I can do barely that. wee in them, mate, so let alone number two. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the worst thing, being stuck in a public toilet and eating a shit. Oh. Awful. Oh. Awful. Oh. So they were speed walking back to the house that they were staying in at the time, which uh, also had a lovely gardener who was working outside the front. <laughs> who, as they were running past, shouted hello to them. She was holding her bum closed. This is what she said. Holding her <laughs> bum closed to ensure there were no spillages. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they were just outside the home when the gardener said hello to them. Um, she just ran past him and soiled herself. It ran, <laughs> it ran down her leg and possibly the socks, too. <laughs> That's how she found out that Derry doesn't agree with her. And here's, oh here's a couple of quotes. <laughs> I never understood the phrase straight through you until this moment. <laughs> Overwhelming panic of, oh my God, I'm going to shit myself. Um, and that's that. And they cleaned up and that was the end of that, really. Oh, I really can sim- sympathise. I, I, I haven't really had it happen to me as dramatic as that, but that is... I can only imagine the embarrassment. I can only imagine. Oh, my. In shorts as well. Yeah, terrible scenes, but a lovely classic poo story to start off the week. Start off the week. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, finish off the week, but start off this week's podcast. Thank you for that story. Um, That's okay. So, a few days ago, we asked the general public, i.e. our close friends that like the podcast, yes, um, what town, city or village we should do this week, didn't we? And we had so many requests oh that, that we, could, we could read them all. We could read them all. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the most popular places were Darlington and Bernard Castle. So we're doing Middlesbrough! <laughs> <laughs> Address how weirdly you said Barnard Castle. Bernard Castle. Bernard. (laughs) Bernard. (laughs) Barnard. Bernard. They um yes we we had they're very very we'd like to point out they're all very close um Mm. they're all just shy of being north of the wall Um, indeed yes and uh, (laughs) and you know they're very close and we tried Darlington and we tried Barnard Castle and they're 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 too too normal. And I'm yeah. not saying Middlesbrough's yeah. not, but with them all combined, we sort of took the central point of Middlesbrough, you know, the biggest area near, and uh, went with that, didn't we? Exactly, because um, we the first few weeks we were doing, like, villages or towns, but it is a lot of effort trying to find every little thing about a, a small village or, or town. Or even something really weird about a little town. Exactly, you know? yeah. The, the town has to be specifically weird. A place like Glastonbury or... Um, yeah, that was perfect. Um, you know, places like exactly. that. Exactly. Have weird things about them. Um, Would yeah. you like to know a bit about Middlesbrough, Jamie? You know, I'd love to, actually. Give me Let some me tell stuff. you, then. Let me bloody tell you. Yeah! So, yes, Middlesbrough is a large post-industrial town in North Yorkshire, England. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. yeah. And I looked up the term post-industrial, mm-hmm. and that is... I should have written this down. <laughs> um, but I believe it refers to an, uh, a time in which um, 
No, not going to go there. Can't remember. He's not doing it, everybody. <laughs> James didn't do enough research. Uh, no, yeah. no, no. I did. I did. I did this. I did this. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I did do. I did look it up. Let me get this up. Right. A post-industrial economy is a period of growth within an industrialized economy or nation in which the relative importance of manufacturing reduces and that of services, information, and research grows. So, sort of like making, you know, steel and stuff like that. <laughs> Just sort of making steel and stuff like that. I think yeah, that's I just mean, an industrial mate, town. Itself. That sums it up, mate. Making steel, that's what they do, isn't it? You know? I think they're Middlesbrough are quite an oil-based place, oh, are they not? I see, but you I know, think. you get what I mean. You get but what I'm I mean. sure they do steel there as well, much oh. like much like Narucks do coffee, but they also do tea. Yeah, I mean... Middlesbrough do oil, if, but they also do steel. If they didn't do, you know, steel, why weren't they doing steel? That's what I'm wondering. Well, why don't yeah. you go ask him, Mister well, Middlesbrough? I will. I will. Where are you, people of Middlesbrough? Speak up. You know. Speak up. Yeah, we need the and voices. Where should, <laughs> where should they speak up, Jamie? They should speak up in uh, in Middlesbrough or on the Jam About Town oh, Instagram. The Jam About Town Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Yeah, but anyway, um, so a lot of reference when we're we're talking about Middlesbrough and the surrounding area Mm -hmm. is made to Teesside. Indeed, it Um, is Teesside. Which is sort of the name of the local area. Another fact for you, Middlesbrough was the first major British town and industrial target to be bombed during the Second World War. Oh dear. uh, dear. That is a cheery fact for you. The steel making capacity and railways for carrying steel products were obvious targets. Steel! 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 What did I say? It wasn't steel, was it? No, you said steel. Oh, I did say steel. There we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Steel. Yeah. Steel. There Told we go. St- We've <laughs> sorted it out, everyone. And that concludes today's podcast. <laughs> That's it. That's it. But no, 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 no. no, no, no I have no, some no, no. fun facts for you, Jamie. These are fun. Are they fun? Um, so the Transporter Bridge is the only place in the UK where you can bungee um, jump from a bridge. And if you haven't seen the Transporter Bridge, it basically looks like two cranes kissing each other. It does, yeah. Um, they're like kind of attached to each other, aren't they? They are. It's a strange um, old bridge. And Caitlin is actually afraid of cranes, so it's sort of like her, you know, worst nightmare into nightmare. a bridge. Nightmare in a bridge. Um, yeah. So shout out to that bridge. Really. Does she like bungee jumping? Oh, no, no, yeah, she's absolutely fine with bungee jumping. It's just cranes. <laughs> it's just cranes. It's fucking like a crane, man. <laughs> no, to be fair, I imagine bungee jumping... Off a crane, that that sounds really, probably would be a, it would be a nightmare for her. Yeah. But um, also in 1801, Middlesbrough was a farm that was home to 25 people. Today, the oh. population is over 140,000. Jamie. Well, I can tell you what the actual population is. James. Oh, go on then. Go on then. It's well over 140,000. It's 174,700 people. Whoa. Whoa. Which is half of Brighton and Hove. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, right. I didn't realise yes. we were that much bigger. 300,000, Brian and Hove. But did you know? But did you know, Jamie? I, I don't think I, I did. Didn't, I no, bet no, you no, didn't no. know this. The Angel of the North is from Teesside, so people often put Middlesbrough scarves on said angel. Oh, that's cute. They're claiming it back. Yeah, the angel that's in Newcastle. Yeah, the Angel of the North in Newcastle and is, was, was, is from was Teesside. Maybe it was made there. I think so. Is it made of I steel so. by any chance? <laughs> you know what? So probably no. Actually, that probably is. It probably is. Mm. Wait, uh, hang on. Let's let's. I think right, we've worked it out, out, haven't we? Francesco, it out. Francesco, 
Can you search something for me? <laughs> steel! It's it's steel. made of steel, Jamie. It is yes. made of steel. Yes. Told you. I knew That's that would it. be it. It's because yeah. steel is famous. In steel is famous in Middlesbrough. <laughs> steel is famous. I mean, Middlesbrough is famous for steel, but steel is famous. Yeah. In Middlesbrough. Well, that's fantastic. Um, but also, Jamie. Oh yeah. Okay. You will like this one. Okay. Middlesbrough. Excited. These are fun, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I'm moving on from my facts now. Well, this is another fact, but you're gonna like this one. Middlesbrough is home of who? Mm, um, Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Mortimer. Oh, Bob Mortimer. Have a cup of choo-choo on me, Cole. (laughs) You will always be an effervescent beagle. Cup of choo-choo. So I've gone ahead and I've taken three of my favourite quotes. Not these aren't my favourite, just some I found. Um, So here's some some good... uh, we love a bit of Bob Mortimer here, don't we? Yeah, we do love a bit of Bob Mortimer. He's got a very good podcast as well, which I he hope he does. Shout out his podcast because he needs shouting out. He needs shouting out, and they're going to shout us out as well. But we don't need it. So no, we don't need it. We don't need it. We don't need it. Um, here's uh, some of my favourite quotes. I would. I was trying to do it in his accent, but I won't. <laughs> I went into the shop and said, "Can someone sell me a kettle?" The bloke said, "Kenwood." I said, "Where is he then?" dad jokey they are um they're so that's such a bit of me they're like they're just great i mean he would tell them much better okay number two i was in the jungle and there was this monkey with a tin opener i said you don't need a tin opener for a banana he said no this is for fucking custard (laughs) (laughs) that's my fucking favorite (laughs) i love that one so much brilliant Really is. It's for custard. Um, number three. I went to the doctor's and said, I've got a problem. I always have a dump every morning at six o'clock. He said, what's the problem with that? I said, I don't get up till 8.30. <laughs> <laughs> they're just so dad jokey. I love they're it. Just, they're just nice, aren't they? Just yeah. Nice. But um, oh, oh. shout out um, Bob Mortimer. Shout have out a camper choo-choo on us. Yeah. Eh? If, if you don't know him, check him out. He's an up-and-coming comedian. Um, <laughs> He's not been around for 30 years. He's not been around for a long time. He needs the support. Uh, unlike us, we don't need the support. We've got no, we plenty we of money. We don't need you. We've got plenty of money, but give us money. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 Lovely. You got any more on that? Uh, you know, well, I think you, you go ahead. I've got a bit more, but you go ahead. Okay, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead. Um, so I've got pretty much exactly what you had for the most part. Um, but if you're from Middlesbrough, you're a smoggy. Um, yes. This is something you know. Mm-hmm. Um, though, at first, this was a derogatory term uh, derived from Sunderland FC supporters just <laughs> over the way. Um, and it is something someone Middlesbrough now is quite proud to call themselves. And it comes from the heavy air pollution that the local industry work would create uh, through Middlesbrough. So it's not overly crazy. It is what it is. Does what it says on the tin. And what were they making to create this smog, Jamie? Plenty of steel. Steel. Plenty of steel. Steel. Um, The people that made Middlesbrough great are... Yes. I've got a small list here. Oh, oh, okay. Gath Southgate, Middlesbrough <laughs> yeah, I, uh, born. Yeah. yeah, I had him. Singer, songwriter, and X Factor contestant James <gasps> Arthur. Oh my yes. God! You're kidding me. He's from Middlesbrough. He's from Middlesbrough. He's like at least in my top fifty X Factor 
um, contestants that you know, <laughs> that I know. Um, did he win? I was going to say he didn't win, but I think he did. Um, I think he did. I think he did. God, he's talented. God, he's great. Um, footballer, Stuart Downing. Oh! Yay! This one I like, Chris Kamara. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That, that, that's cool. Um, my favourite um, Christmas song was written by this bloke. Do you know who it is? You must know my favourite Christmas song. Oh, 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 oh. It is Driving Home for Christmas. Yes, it is. By, uh, oh no, can you get the... <laughs> Rick someone? Rick? No. no, no. Chris Rea. Chris oh, Rea. Yeah, yeah, Chris yeah. Chris Rea, absolute we legend. do love a bit of Driving Home for Christmas. Exactly. And finally, um, your favourite person to ever come from Middlesbrough that's not Bob Mortimer, Yorkshire County Cricket Club cricketer James Smurthwaite. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I know who he is. <laughs> you do. He's your best friend. <laughs> uh, do you oh. know much about him? Did you know who that was? Yeah, he's a all-time great at Yorkshire County Cricket Club. Great. Yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, really, um, he hits a ball sometimes, throws a ball sometimes, um, <laughs> and he's blooming good at it. I reckon. Yeah. And now, James, serious talk. Due to my. Uh, affiliations with multiple intelligence services, as we've already touched on today. Yes. And you know I'm being kicked out of my flat because of it. Yes, yes, yes. I'm essentially, or I was essentially, becoming the most infamous and well-known spy in the world. Um, I, so that's I not... I thought you already were. Well, I, I was becoming. I pretty much was, but, you know, Roberto Carlos was up there with me. <laughs> yeah, um, in his boat. Yeah. I, I, in my last trip i murdered the entire mi5 service not great um i've been not not great but probably essential probably Um, essential to stay to stay on track with your mission exactly yeah i felt like it was needed at the time but it it didn't happen so um i've been suspended from all duties from all intelligence services Um, oh you're kidding that's a note that's that is um isn't that sad i think that's too much yeah and I'm um, suspended under investigation. Um, I really don't believe it. Uh, they took my Zorbs away from me. Um, wait, wait, wait. Which ones? Uh, the Mark One and Mark Two, Both of them. But don't worry. Do not sweat. Because in the meantime, I've been developing my own secret service. My own intelligence agency that will give me the upper hand in all situations, be it social, economic, professional, sporting, etc., Emotional. Emotional, yep. It's going to be fantastic. And it's called uh, Jagfish. Jagfish. Nice. Yeah, Jamie's absolutely great foreign intelligence service of hostility. (laughs) You know? So it's positive and it's also to the point it's hostile. I would like to know how long that took you to work out. A few weeks, baby. A few weeks. (laughs) This is what he's been doing with his time off. It is. (laughs) So, I sent myself on my first undercover intelligence mission to Middlesbrough to infiltrate the Big Mouth Comedy Club as an amateur comedian and interrogate the head joker in order to get to the top of the comedy game without the hard work and effort. Yeah. So do you like what I'm going to use it for? I'm not using it to get intelligence for the government. I'm getting it for myself. Yeah, for you know, personal gain. For personal gain. And I don't have to do the hard work and effort to become number one comedian. I used a zip line 
to get there from Brighton. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of those zip lines again. Well, no, no, mine was a cable car, sorry. It was a zip cable line car. Zip line is a new idea. I was zip lining. Yes. Um, and zip lines average a speed of 31 to 40 miles an hour. <laughs> Do they? Do they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's angled downwards the whole way yes. to Middlesbrough. Um, yes. So that was handy. Uh, and it took me only six and a half hours on one of them. Really? Yeah. Six and a half hours to get to Middlesbrough from here. <laughs> the question is, um, does the joy... Well, because you're probably one of the only people that's that's been on this zip line because you, you took it down afterwards, didn't you? Because you wanted to stay incognito. Well, it's, it's not my zip line. Oh, it's it, not your zip line? So it's still no, up there? It's it's the Brighton Middlesbrough zip line committee's zip line. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, well, the people I know, I don't think, the people are wondering, does the joy of zip lining decrease after, say, an hour? Does it get boring and uncomfortable? Well, right, let me be real with you. <laughs> when, when you're an intelligence officer, yeah. zip lining is not fun, okay? It's necessary. So you, you, you've got to do it. You don't smile. You don't smile. <laughs> and even for the first 10 minutes, it's not fun, okay? It, you yeah. can't, it can't be fun. You've got to do it. Six hours does take a toll on your arms. Yeah. Um, but about your ass? Oh, you're not sitting on anything, are you? You're, you're bundled. The harness? Harness? No, no, I'm not using a harness, man. I'm, are I'm, you in like one of those cocoons, it wise? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm holding on to it. Oh, you're just holding on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, of course, actually, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly, you're holding on. Um, and using, like, a sock as well. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the big problem was getting back. Wait, afterwards. hang on, was it a Kevlar sock? Uh, no, it was um, a Donay sock. <laughs> <laughs> a trainer sock. <laughs> a trainer. <laughs> right, carry on, how'd you get back? But that was impossible because, you know, it's angled downwards. Yes, yeah. You can only get to Middlesbrough. You can't go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was no, like, electric thing that made it go upwards. It just, I don't know. So I stayed in Middlesbrough now. So. You, oh, you're there now? Yeah, I can't get back. Oh, of course, because you got kicked out of your flat, so you've just moved up there. Yeah. It's much cheaper. <laughs> Jesus it is. Christ. We'll get there later on. <laughs> we'll get there later on in the podcast. It is much cheaper. Christ. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um... <laughs> But, you know, I'm, I'm learning to become a comedian. Um, oh, nice, nice. So what was yeah. the name of your organisation again? My, it's not my organisation. Oh, my, sorry. My agency is um, is called, I can remember. Jagfish? <laughs> Jagfish. Yes, that's it. <laughs> it's Jamie's absolutely great foreign intelligence service of hostility. Right. Um, I'm still a bit confused with the link between that and comedy. Um, well, it's... I'm using it. It's not comedy. It's everything. So I can use it for comedy, and right. I'll I'll interrogate one of the top comedians. Right, right. And through doing that, I can become number one comedian of all time. Oh, okay. So all you need to do is talk to someone, and you can gain their skill set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm learning That's so much. It. That's it. Yeah, this is a new thing I've come up with, and so far it's working. I'm, I'm currently number five hundred and two <laughs> comedian. Oh, um, I am 502 comedian. <laughs> <laughs> but give me a couple of weeks, let me interrogate this guy more, and uh, I will be up there. And then when I've done that, I'm going to interrogate uh, Thierry Henry and become number one footballer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's nice. the idea anyway, that's the idea. Well, but I'll let you know how it goes next week. Dreams do become reality often, Jamie. They do often become reality, that's what we all know. You don't have to work hard for it. Uh, well, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you go to Middlesbrough at all, James? 
I I am planning mine. You're planning it. Okay. I'm planning well, let mine. Me know. Let me know. Um, so mine's quite simple. Um, okay. I'm just assuming that you know for all, this is for all you football fans out there. So if you wanted to travel from Brighton to Middlesbrough, just in case the two teams face each other next year mm-hmm. in the FA Cup. Um, but you decided to travel via animal transport. Animal. Um, this is some information for you, if you wanted to travel via animal transport. I hear you cry, Jamie. What animal transport? What animal transport? Because I'm in Middlesbrough now, and I can't get back. All right, well, you can use this when I'm, when I'm there, and you okay. can use it back if you want. Brilliant. Um, Brilliant. So this animal transport is an emu, Jamie. Oh, classic emu. Classic. Of course you've got to use an emu. Why did I choose an emu? Because they're often used um, as police cars, aren't they? They are often used as police cars <laughs> um, because they don't mind the sirens. <laughs> but also because they travel at a top speed of 48 kilometres per hour. God damn, how many miles is that an hour? Damn it, I thought you were <laughs> <laughs> Like 20-something miles an hour. Um, it'll be something... 20, 27. Uh, it is 29.8 miles 29. per hour, Jamie. So, back to sort of, you know, how... You know, what, what you're going to do on your emu. So, bearing in mind <laughs> that this emu is very fit and it doesn't need to stop, it would oh. take 10 hours, 31 minutes and 40 seconds. Not bad, eh? That's not bad. And I would argue that an emu is more comfortable than ziplining with a Donne sock. I mean, that's totally arguable. Um, <laughs> because, I don't know, I mean, some things. You've got, you're mm. in the air, aren't you? In the air is fun and great. Uh, although you're not having fun, mind. Um, but on an emu, it's probably quite bony, would you not say? It is, but, well, I mean, you can get um, a custom seat. From Immuda.org, which is this week's sponsor. Oh, Immuda. Immuda.org. So, thank you to Immuda.org for making this podcast possible this week. So, Immuda.org makes custom emu seats from vegan leather. Oh, how much are the seats, Jamie? So, for your standard medium-sized emu, how much are those seats, Jamie? Uh... £15.99 pence. Correct. They are £15 for your standard e- medium-sized emu seat. That's but it. But with our code JAMABOUTTOWNEMUTOWN, <laughs> you can save 3% on your own medium-sized emu seat. Unfortunately, the code doesn't apply to the small and the large emu seats. But, 3%? Um, yeah. That's so, amazing, James. I know. I know. So... Actually, Jamie, it would be more comfortable to ride via emu. And um, obviously, riding via emu, this would be animal cruelty, right? Well, not necessarily. Exactly. The emu doesn't mind as long as they're being paid well. Well, that's good. And we obviously, they obviously pay the emus well, don't they? Emuda. Emuda um, also pay emus, yes. <laughs> um, but um, the, the sort of, sort of the, if you're wondering about emu fees, sort of to, trans, to travel, um, emus, the sort of general rule is they don't mind, like it's not animal cruelty to them, as long as they're paid more than an Uber driver. Right, okay, so you'd have to measure out 
um, or work out how much an Uber would be from Brighton to Middlesbrough and pay them more than that. Yes, yes, exactly. Now, why might, why might you travel via Emu rather than Uber, Jamie? I hear you cry. Because it's more fun. Why would you not, you idiots? Come on. Yeah. That's, that's all I've got. But, like, why would you not? If you can travel via Emu, um, <laughs> I mean, you just would. <laughs> of course you would. I mean, I, I, and actually, I'd like to say that both of our journeys put together via yeah. a sli- uh, zip wiring six hour with a Donne trainer sock to Middlesbrough and emu with mm-hmm. an emuda yeah. vegan leather seat on top of the emu so it's comfortable on the way back. Yeah. Dream journey. Dream journey because you're having fun on the way back. Um, and you're having a very serious but quick and decisive <laughs> yes, very serious. way there. And that, that's the important thing, isn't it, when you're travelling places? Um, and, well, I hope you've all enjoyed that journey yeah. of, um, oh. of, of us taking you, um, you know, to Middlesbrough and back. Because yeah. we're going to move on now. We are going to move on because we were rambling a little bit then <laughs> about some stupid stuff. Well, but it's, it's no, good. Very serious, very serious. It's very serious. We have to serious. take our sponsors serious. What's next, Jamie? Next is bum 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 bum. Got that out. That was nice. This is the section where James and myself come up with either a fact or a fiction about the town we are talking about for this week. However, if one of us has the same fact as the other, there is a five pound forfeit. There is. And what's the five pound forfeit this week, Jamie? Five pound forfeit this week is a lovely emuda seat. It's not five pounds, it's fifteen pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but remember you can get three percent off using 3% our code. Exactly. Jam about town emu town. <laughs> That's it. Um uh, all in capitals above the last letter, just so you know. Um right, so I'm gonna go first again because I'm selfish. So Yes please. Fact or fiction, Jamie? Mm, I'm nervous. A tremor reaching 2.8 on the Richter scale in Teesside leaves a budgie too shocked to eat its breakfast. Is that all you're giving me? Yes. Yes, please. True. This is... True! Yes! I knew you'd get that one right. Yes, exactly. Um, so, yes, there was a, 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 yes! a, a tremor reaching <laughs> 2.8 on the Richter scale um, that, that you know, broke through Teesside. And um, <laughs> a lot of the locals were really worried. Um, <laughs> someone put a picture of their garden table had fallen over. No, and they I put, saw that. Uh, the tweet, earthquake in borough, scenes in one person's home, we will rebuild. <laughs> we will rebuild. 
That is devastating uh, for someone from uh, Middlesbrough, though. That is, it's, it is. It's it is. Um, other reactions. Someone uh, said terrible damage in my garden after the earthquake. Um, one of their pots fell off. Oh no! Their, one of their, you know, you know, their pots. Uh, yeah. Plant pots. <laughs> someone's Plant, mug. Someone's mug fell over, and someone put no. everyone is okay. Um, <laughs> and someone's budgie didn't eat his breakfast. No, oh, no. Such a too shame, stressed. Isn't it? Yeah. Too stressed. Oh, um, bless the little budjo. Uh, just, yeah, we are, I guess we're very lucky that we don't have these horrendous tremors that happen around the exactly. rest of the world. But um, Natural disasters, eh? Yeah, but they still, you know, the ones that happen here do still affect budgies. Um, yeah, and you've got to think about that. You're number one, please, Jamie. Well, it's funny yours should be on the earthquake in Middlesbrough. Because mine is also on the earthquake in Middlesbrough. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the same fact or fiction. So I thought you were going to say it's not the same earthquake. It's not the same earthquake. Earlier this year, as James has told you already, there was an earthquake in Middlesbrough. A man from Teesside that worked in the biscuit factory, whom previously changed his name to Johnny Earthquake in 2009... <laughs> nine. Nine, due to his obsession with natural disasters through a controversial party the day after the earthquake hit Middlesbrough near <gasps> his biscuit factory in Stockton. <laughs> no one was hurt in the earthquake. However, he was criticised as celebrating an earthquake and what could have been a disaster was supposedly immoral. The party consisted of only him and his family and the food at the party consisted of earthquake. <laughs> Tropical Pyclone, Chilly Heat Waves, Ooh. and Flurry Canes. Okay. okay. All right. I like that. And um, what um, if I was to be invited to this party, Jamie, what <laughs> yeah. would you recommend the food would w- should all be? Well, I just said. What would you recommend that they should make the flurry cake? <laughs> Vegan. Yay! <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. But no, they don't do that up in Middlesbrough, I'm afraid. <laughs> no, they probably don't. Probably <laughs> not familiar with the word. <laughs> so, is that true or false, James? Um, well, as much as I would like to try flurry cake, um, what was the... <laughs> Actually, it's, it's McFlurry Canes. Because <laughs> it's like well, hurricane. McFlurry right, 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 yeah. right. What was the first one? The first one was Earth Cake. Okay. <laughs> and you've got Tropical um, Pie Clone, which is like Cyclone. What were the Doritos? Uh, chili Heat Waves, of course it they're, is. Natural. They're actually vegan. There you go. They're vegan. There you uh, go. Yeah. Um, now, uh, I think this immoral, deeply <laughs> immoral party, <laughs> um, I believe this is fiction. <laughs> <laughs> oh for God's sake! <laughs> no, this is completely false. Yeah, apart right, from the earthquake, okay. this is completely false. No, yeah, the earthquake did happen. Uh, <laughs> I thought you'd gone with a twisted lie or something again, no, no. and then it was actually just a regular bunt cake or something. <laughs> okay, are you ready for my second one? Second one, please, James. Don't blink or you'll miss it. Oh, oh, not blinking. The famous Cleveland show originated in Middlesbrough. Um. 
Okay. Confused? Are you confused? A little bit. Great. What's the Cleveland show? Uh, you know what, the Cle- the Cleveland show? What, the Family Guy spin-off? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Um, the famous Cleveland show originated in Middlesbrough. I mean, if this is all you're giving me, um, and looking at your eyebrows, I can tell this is absolutely fact. For sure. <laughs> For sure, this is fact, yeah. Would you like to guess how it's fact before? Um, I can guess. Maybe one of the voice actors on Family Guy lives in Middlesbrough um, sometimes. Or has a holiday home <laughs> in Middlesbrough. <laughs> and they thought of the idea whilst in Middlesbrough um, on their lovely trip abroad from the US. Yeah, all right. Well, so... Are you trying to say to me this is fact? Uh, Yes, it's fact. Absolutely. 110%. The Wilkie Sun. The Cleveland show is the biggest one-day agricultural show in the North East. The first ever show was in 1944, and it's held annually on the fourth Saturday of July in Stewart Park. It is an agricultural show that started in Middlesbrough. Right, so it's not the Cleveland <laughs> show as we know it. Well, it is. But it, it is. is the Cleveland it show. Is. I don't know what you know. I was talking about the agricultural show. The agricultural show. Emily, do you know about the agricultural show? called The, the Cleveland, Cleveland show? show? <laughs> no. She doesn't know it. I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't, I can't believe, believe it. it. Yeah. Well, it's the one-stop shop for one-stop uh, shop. for all your agricultural needs on show. For all your agricultural needs. But guess what, Jamie? What? Just guess what the Rona has gone and done. What's the Rona gone and done? The Rona has not only cancelled Glastonbury. The Rona has not only no, cancelled Reading Festival. You're not telling me the cancelled the Cleveland show, are you? <laughs> I have. No way. Oh. That's it's cancelled it. It will not be happening this year. It's not even being rescheduled for a winter Cleveland show, the first ever. Um, it's oh. just straight up not happening, which I am... Angry. I'm I am angry. I mean, I would be angry if I knew about this before, but, for, you know, I, I, I didn't know it, and now I know it, and now I know it's not happening. I'm not that annoyed myself. Frankly, you are ignorant. I'm ignorant. <laughs> I'm ignorant. <laughs> You're number two, please. If I learn anything today, I'm ignorant, right? <laughs> number two. The Guinness World Record for the heaviest ever gooseberry oh. um, is from Middlesbrough. Graham Watson submitted a 65 kilogram, imagine how heavy that is, gooseberry in the Sefton Bridge Gooseberry Show. I've got an idea. Okay. We should make gooseberry jam. Oh, yes, because our jam business that we're totally in the middle of doing at the moment. (laughs) My my dad always had some gooseberry jam. Gooseberry, that's how we say it in Esbrix. Gooseberry. Esbrix. That's where I'm from, Esbrix. Um, <laughs> gooseberry Jam. Um, gooseberry. Um, yes, what was his name again? Um, Graham Watson. I know him well. Fact. <laughs> yes, this is, in yes, fact, fact, get in, Graham. Congratulations to you, Graham. Is his. Um, of course We will is. be up... Um, Talking to you next week um, about that, Gooseberry. Thank you for creating, you know, bringing that to the world and, you know, just in, you know, making yeah. me happy. 
Exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> lovely. My Aww. number three. Are you ready for my number three? Oh, uh, yeah. I have four, so... Um, oh, my God. I found a lot in Middlesbrough. So, oh, my God. Nearby... Are you ready for this? Nearby. nearby Barnard Castle... Oh, okay, a little bit out of Middlesbrough, <laughs> but it's nearby. ...is the home of the eye test. Oh, yes, the, home of the, the one that you have to drive to if you can't see where you're going. Yeah. If you don't know about the latest debacle, just Google Dominic Cummings. Um, anyway, <laughs> nearby Barnard Castle is the home of the eye test. It is. Ernest Clarkfield, the Barnard Castle royal doctor in 1560, pioneered a form of test for your eyes to test a human's vision and provide a monocle, if needed, to aid eyesight, Jamie. Mm. Oh, really? Yes, and this test has moved on somewhat. But some of Ernest's practices are still the foundation of eye testing today. Ready? So, an Ernest was later given the highest of medical achievements in his time, but ironically <laughs> lost an eye in the battle when the Earl of Sussex invaded Barnard Castle in, in 1569. What's he doing in a battle? He's an eye person. Eye doctor. Well, often... Uh, what's, it, what's it called when... Um, I, I'm not on the page anymore. What's it called when... Uh, people are like cons- 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 conscripted. Conscri- conscripted. Is cons- that it? Cons- conscripted, conscripted yeah. to battle. I mean, that's common practice when there was not many people in Barnard but, Castle but back in the day. He's the royal. Do you say he's the royal doctor? Yes, he he's the Barnard Castle royal doctor. He basically covered the entirety mm. of the north. I okay. um, from what okay. I gather. <laughs> okay, from what you made up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> Have you got any more to say about it? No, just um, yeah. Right, no, he okay. he, was, uh, he, right. he won the uh, he was won the well, as I said he what was it the highest medical achievement of his time, um, which was I can't remember what the achievement's called. You can't remember what but, it's called. Uh, okay, he won it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I uh, I think that. If you're royal in any way, even a royal doctor of that matter... Hang on, you think won't, about Game of Thrones. You won't... T- did Tyrion go to war? Yeah, but it was his choice. He didn't have to. Maybe he, it he, was Ernest Clarkfield's choice. I don't know. I don't I, think it was. I, I think, can't get on his Facebook. I think if you're a doctor and they go to want to go to war, you'd be like, nah, I'm all right, I'm all right, testing eyes. <laughs> um, nah, that's false. That is false. I've smelt it from the start. From the very first word, I smelt <laughs> the falseness of that story. Well, Jamie. No, you put that on me. It's false. Well, Jamie. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe I found this. Um, Barnard Castle is home no. of the very first eye test. I couldn't believe this. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. This is all completely oh, made I up. Knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> fucking knew it. <laughs> I so thought I'd got you, but you probably did catch a massive flaw in my story because the doctor would probably not go to war. He'd probably help people in battle. Yeah, he was a doctor. (laughs) And if you caught me earlier on, I don't know how many people lived in Barnard Castle or when it was even built or anything, but Middlesbrough only had 25 people uh, in 1801. So I was hoping you wouldn't think of that. But um, (laughs) did you like my story anyway? I thought it was a lovely story. I thought it was lovely, well thought, well... Not very well thought out. <laughs> but it was thought out. 
I um, know. I thought I'd get you with that one. But um, shout out Ernest Clarkfield. I would love if anyone wants to draw Ernest. Um, go for it, <laughs> please. Please draw <laughs> Ernest. We'd love to know what he might look like. <laughs> we haven't asked enough of you already just to listen to this waffle, 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 waffle. Here's my um, number three. Go for it. A Yorkshireman has legally changed his name to reflect his love for tea. Nathan hey, Yorkshire. Yorkshire. Nathan Garner, um, a concrete sprayer. <laughs> Is that a thing? He's a concrete. He's a concrete sprayer. Here's me now being um, massively. Um, what did I call? I, what did I call you earlier? Uh, a legend. <laughs> I give up. I can't remember. What I, was, what, what, I don't know where I was going with that. Carry on. So Nathan Garner drinks at least twenty cups of tea a day, and in honour of his favourite brew, he changed his name by deed poll to Nathan Yorkshire Tea. Garner. Oh my god, I bet that's his Facebook name as well. <laughs> I bet Facebook were like not having any of it. And he's like, no, really? That is this. really my name, please. <laughs> Two middle names. And what was his job again? A concrete sprayer. Oh, right, right, okay. What does he spray? Concrete, not steel. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have thought steel because he's from Yorkshire. Uh, yeah. Does he play spray concrete on steel? Quite possibly, that could be part of his job, yeah. Steel He's not a one-trick pony. Yes, a multiple-trick yes. pony, I assume. Yes, yes. Mm. Um, okay. Great Yorkshire tea. I love a great Yorkshire, Yorkshire tea. Yorkshire tea is nothing better. Quite frankly, I would buy any tea, and I can tell you that Jamie will buy any tea. Jamie will buy the tea, cheapest tea. That's because I don't drink much tea. <laughs> do, you not, do you not? Not really, no. You know I drink 20. coffee all the time. Yeah, that's true. Because you work at... Gnarax. Yay! Yay! We love coffee. Um, I dabble in tea. In fact, I've just had a tea oh. now. But 20... One tea right there has just already sent me a little bit loopy. Absolutely. 20 teas is nuts. That is pretty crazy, isn't it? 20 cups of tea a day. But yeah, he did. He did do that. Fact. Do you think his name is Nathan Yorkshire Tea Garner? I know it is. You know it is. That's because it's damn right true, baby. Yay! This is real. Well done, James. You got. I thought maybe I'd get you with that one, but I didn't. Because um, oh, it's yeah, kind of absurd, and I like to do name-changing ones. And there's one right there. Much like old uh, Johnny Earthquake from earlier. <laughs> um, uh, well, um, I tried to throw you off by saying that I had four, but I don't. Ah, so did we get each other's 100% right? I've already forgotten. I think we did. I think the first time we got 100%. Let's ask the listener. Please, listeners, let us know. If you could draw the eye test man and also (laughs) let us know if we got it all right and also maybe buy us some food and maybe send us some money and buy my new band's merch and maybe... (laughs) <laughs> do just loads of things for us that would be great thank you get a drum lesson from me get I a do drum lesson from James <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> oh my god it's time for the largest car park
Oh wow. my god. Wow. Wow, is it time for the largest car park? I love that bit. I love that you do that. Uh, I forget about the largest car park every single time. Well, here we are again. Here we are. Week 12. Wow. That's actually nuts. Episode 1 of season 2. Yes. (laughs) I said on the the Instagram we're in a mid-season break. Okay, so episode 12. After the mid-season break, because we have 22 season, uh, seasons <laughs> 22. <laughs> to go. 20, 22 episodes per season. Christ, that's and long. 22 seasons. The prize for today's largest car park Ooh. is the Matt Letizier statue from outside <gasps> St. Mary's Stadium in Southampton. No! Yep. Um, I don't know the exact worth, but I know that statues are worth between fifteen to seventy-five thousand pounds. Um, so it's somewhere within there, probably. You're kidding. Mm-hmm. I've already bought it, so don't let me down. Oh my god, I am nervous. Mm. Um, I want the statue. Teesside Shopping Park is the largest car park in the area. This car park is very large. All ground floor, but it looks like a theme park. What? Oh, what? What? They have a map of the area, and it looks like a theme park. It's just shops. Right. How many spaces does Teesside Shopping Park have? It's a park. I'd just like to say that if I win this, um, I'm dedicating this win to you and Simon Wilkinson because I'm going to give the Matt Letizia statue to you and your oh, dad. Oh, yes. I put it in my dad's back garden. I'm sure he would love that. Because I love Matt Letizia as well, but I've only learnt about him from you. So, Mate, um, he's a Premier League, well, top divisions, all-time guard, uh, penalty taker. So... If this is on, this is on you, really. You know, if I get this, you you, you need me to get this. Um, yeah. Okay. Sorry, uh, I am currently eating biscuits, and they're quite loud. <laughs> it just makes the suspense better, right? Uh, it actually, it actually makes it really chill and not scary at all. You know, not like suspenseful <laughs> at all. <laughs> right, I'll be quiet. Actually, no, no. Hang on. Let's do a really nice long pause where we just hear you crunching. Do you want a bag um, rustle as well? <laughs> You're here on the ASMR podcast. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> this car park, I'm going to say it's middle of the road. Not the biggest, not the smallest we've had, but slightly on the bigger side because it's a park. This car park has 740 spaces. No. God damn it. Go on then. How many did it have? How many did it have, Jamie? Double it. Really? And then add some more. 1,552 spaces. Oh, you're kidding me. I should have asked more about the shops. I should have, like, focused less on the prize and more about what... Ah! Yeah, man. That's it. That's it. Does it have a neck? Does it have a next? Absolutely next home? It does. Absolutely. Next home? Yep, next home and next clothes. Oh, 
Because the people of Britain know if there's a next home there, the car park's massive. That's it, yeah. That's bloody it. Although, um, there's a next home in Shoreham, right near the Tesco's. Sorry, I'm in the middle of eating. It's not very nice to listen to. <laughs> it's quite late in the evening. I know that, didn't it? Um, uh, has a tiny car We're talking over each other so much this week. It's brilliant. It's a train wreck, isn't it? It is a train wreck. Um, right, moving on to Facebook sales. I like this Facebook. bit. <laughs> Christ, he done it again. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook sales is where we try and find the best things for sale in the local area from Facebook. But usually, Jamie just ends up on Wish. Yeah, but nothing to do with the town. Yeah, it's the most interesting place to go if you want to buy things. It is. And I think mm. people appreciate that, to be honest. I think um, so, yeah. Right. You can go first. I'll go first. Now, this one is genuinely um, Facebook sales. Um, and I think you're going to bloody love this, right? You've this, followed the brief. I followed the brief this time. I forgot I need to send this stuff to you, don't I? This is um, a shootout card. You remember shootout cards? The little... Uh, uh, the yes. Intro- <laughs> yes. Um, you'd trade them at school and it's cards of footballers in the Premier League, Championship, whatever. Um, so this is a shootout card from 2005-2006 of Middlesbrough player and soon-to-be Arsenal, well, ex-Arsenal player, Ray Parler. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. One card. One card. Yeah, how much do you reckon this little fella is? Now, I reckon Ray... He is quite well known, so I reckon he's quite pricey. Um, Ray Parler is three pounds. No, it's two pounds. Oh, oh, I was close though. Dear, he's got worth, he? hasn't he? He's got worth two pounds for one little bit of card. He's oh, not like a special one. He's not a shiny. It's just Ray Parler. A shiny Ray Parler. <laughs> right, there you have it. Can I have yours now? You can. So, mine is, here is my number one, and I don't really know what it is, but it is labelled as a labyrinth worm. (laughs) Oh, I know labyrinth worms. Well, great, explain it to me, because I don't know what this is, Um, it just looks creepy. Explain it to the listeners. I used to collect these uh, when I was like seven or eight. Um, I had like an obsession with them for ages. I used to collect so bad. I had like <laughs> 45 of them. Of course you um, did. Yeah, no, I didn't. I don't have a clue what this is. That's oh, just you creepy. Did. I was really hoping you'd explain to me what a labyrinth was. <laughs> you know, they look um, a lot like those troll dolls. But it's just a head. Uh, Damn that it. is weird, man. I don't know about that. Um... <sighs> What? I don't really know what it is. Um, oh, there's a book with it as well. Is it part of the book? Or is it on top of the book? Is There's a film. Apparently it's a film. It's from a film. Um, mm. But neither of us have seen it. Uh, it's just a creepy, like, weird, like, porcelain head. And this one is handmade. Um, and it's got, like, a feather, blue feather. Well, it's meant to have blue hair. Blue feathery hair. That's pretty good um, for handmade. What, it kind of looks like a, a, just a weird, like, sort of bug, a bug mammal. 
yeah. but just the head of a bug mammal. Someone's made it themselves. Yeah. Um, how much is this labyrinth worm? Oh, easily uh, seventeen pounds. Actually, no. Hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. Handmade. It must yeah. be more than seventeen pounds. Porcelain. Oh, oh, here we go. Inspired by the movie, these are resins cu- resin casts from an original clay sculpture. These are highly detailed. I mean, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's four inches long and just over one and a half inches wide. Um, the book is just a prop, not for sale. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with twenty pounds. Oh, close twenty five. Twenty five. Okay, that's worth it. I think I for might this- get me one of those. Lovely, lovely, lovely wa- labyrinth worm. That's a lovely jubbly, isn't it? Lovely jubbly. Wow. Well, you see, I got bored of Facebook straight away, pretty much, and I went Classic on Jamie. to Wish, and I found this lovely thing. Don't look at the price, please. Um, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great, isn't it? So what? it's a face mask that you typically use out and about in the Rona times. In but these modern has, times. In these modern times. And it has um, eye protection. Yeah. Um, I'm not overly sure why. I suppose you could probably get it through your eye. No, you can, you can get it from any any orifices. I suppose. Um, but still, you know. Is an eye an orifice? Is an eye an orifice? Uh, yeah, oh, but I think it's a great idea. Um, it's fashionable. It's You'd basically like yeah, that, just, a, just a face mask, but with a, with a little eye cover. I'd like this at work. I mean, it looks cool. And it, it would suit my um, spy ventures. It would. It very would. Much so. Um, and I'd like to point out that when you took the screenshot, you had 1% on your phone. I did, <laughs> you, yeah. You da- dangerous Brian. Yeah. And I was on my 4G as well. Oh, oh my Christ. word. Oh, my word. Um, I believe that this face mask, it's a very good idea. It's a down so from I- um, three pounds. <laughs> I, oh, I was going to go with like eight or something. Uh, all right, down from three pounds. Yeah, uh, a pound. How can it be so cheap? It's two pound forty-one. Ooh, but that's pretty good if you want that's eye protection. Good. Yeah. To be fair, I think this is a great idea in the time of the Rona. Exactly, and I think you should get one from Wish. I'm sure they're exactly what they are when you buy. Where them. should we head over? Wish.com, Jamie. Wish.com, and next week is going to be sponsored by Wish. I've heard. So uh, yes, that's exciting, yes. isn't it? Can't We're looking wait. forward to that. We Can't are wait for all those that. those guns that they have on Wish. <laughs> you keep finding guns on Wish. Don't you? Yeah, I just I looked at one gun, and now my Wish feed <laughs> is full of guns. So <laughs> wish feed. Jamie is an avid wisher. Oh, I love Wish. Um, right. My number two is coming your way right now. My number two (laughs) is an interactive fairy worry plaque. (laughs) (laughs) What? Fairy worry plaque. You thought I was messing around. I'm not kidding. It's an interactive fairy worry plaque. I know someone that would like this. Oh, it's been sold. Damn it. I know someone (laughs) that would would like this. Uh, a particular person <laughs> would know enjoy too. this. Um, okay. Um, so let me the, tell you a little bit about the interactive fairy worry plaque. Now, so explain uh, for all the audio listeners. It is a plastic object, and it is it is shaped like a a segment of a tree trunk. Imagine you've cut a tree into a slice. Um, it's like a segment of the tree trunk, and um, there is a handprint in it, and it says "worry," a fairy's magic. Can you see what that says? Um, a fairy's magic changes. Changes? 
I think so. I think. Um, red to green. Gone are your worries. Never to be seen. Magic. And I think the idea is that you put your hand in the centre and apparently the colour changes from red to green. The fair, And then the fairies take away your worries. Oh. You put it at the fairy door. Is that the company? Fairy door. I think so. But that sounds like a euphemism. It's been, <laughs> it's been sold. Put um, your hand in the fairy door. I know it's a nice idea. You know, after a stressful day at work, you put your hand in the fairy, no, the fairy worry plaque and all your worries are gone. Wowie. I mean, it could <laughs> possibly work if you're actively doing something that would help you calm down. Well, it will work, Jamie. You just need to put batteries in it. <laughs> does it not come with batteries? Well, I don't think this one does, no. That's poor. That's, I know. That's piss poor. Actually, don't quote me on that. I'm sorry to the company <laughs> that makes this, fairydoor.com. Fairydoor. Um, it might come with batteries. I don't know. Well, okay then. I'm glad we sorted that out. How much is the interactive fairy worry plaque? Bearing in mind this is second hand. £12.50. Well, remember it's sold and it was sold for £5. Bargain! What a bargain! bargain. Mm -hmm. £5 and your worries are gone. Forever. (laughs) Forever. Well, no, until you next use the worry plaque. Um, well, yeah, they sort of think but this sort of a twenty-four hour thing. I think you're going to do it daily, maybe even twice a day. But they're not the same worries, are they? If as long as they're not the same worries, then great. Oh, yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. probably be a new a new worry each time. Exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm not going to be able to afford my rent this month. I have no money at all. You put your hand on it. Oh, it's fine. And the next day, you're like, you know what? I'm not worried about paying my rent. Oh, and, and it's fine. Ooh. You get kicked out. It's all good. I'm right. going to do my number three because that's a great segue into my number three. Ooh, Sorry, ooh, that's all right. That's um, right. You just so, carry on. Don't worry. So. You know, rent is stressful, so you will use the worry, fairy worry plaque to get rid of your stresses. You would. But if you move to Middlesbrough and if you were to, oh, uh, yes. you know, work an okay job, I'm not sure you would need the worry plaque because a three bed house in Middlesbrough is how much, Jamie? Three bed house uh, to rent yes. or buy? To rent per month. A three bed house. I've sent you a picture of the front of it. Oh, bang it. I love this kind of stuff. Um, oh, yeah, that's all right. That's a family home. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say £480 a month. Yeah. Yeah. And would you agree with me that there would be no worries if your rent was £450 <laughs> a month? There'd be no worries at all. Jamie Wilkinson, yeah. the rent of this three-bed terraced house is £450 oh, a month. Oh, my God. £225 each if you have a partner. That is crazy. Imagine, right, if you are sharing this with... Um, I mean, this would be pretty crazy, but it can happen. Imagine if you were sharing this house <laughs> with three couples. Like, so you're, 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 <laughs> three, couples. three couples, right, Jesus. In, the, in this house. Um, it's not quite that big. <laughs> but okay, yeah, let's so assume. So 450 divided... Oh, I've not done times. Oh, dear. Oh, divided by dear. six is £75 pounds a month. <laughs> That's how much my insurance is a month. <laughs> but there's only one bath, so you're sharing one bath between six people. Yeah, but that's all right, isn't it? But hey, if you're paying £75 pounds a yeah. month... <laughs> 
<laughs> you wouldn't even really need to work. I mean, no, you, you could look, you could work one day a week and pay that. Therefore, you wouldn't need to bath all the time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you only need to bath when you go to work. Exactly. So you're clean at work. That doesn't matter. Oh, well, that's brilliant. Thanks, James. I'm going to move there. I actually found a, a three-bed property in Carlisle. Um, I showed you this one. It was lovely. You did, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's a good job Carlisle is in the middle of everywhere. Yes. Um, not in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of everywhere. Uh, <laughs> and it was, yeah, I think it was about £500 a month for this three-bed, and it was really nice. It, it was nuts. Character. I remember I remember you showing okay. me this. Yeah. Because um, Jamie loves a, a pound. And but he, what he doesn't love is giving away that pound. I don't want to give away that pound, baby. I keep on saying baby's day. It's really creepy. Um, right. This one is my third one, James. Um, this one is really nice. I'm sure you're going to love it. Mm-hmm. I'm sending it to you now. So this item is a lovely gas mask. <laughs> uh, you, you can use this through the Rona if you fancy... Um, and it seems to come with, <laughs> for some reason, the uh, the picture has a little diagram. It's got like the picture of the gas mask, and then you get a little pot of stuff with it that you screw onto the gas mask. <laughs> I think it's meant to be a filter, but I'm not, it looks like a candle. It does, yeah. I thought maybe this was a little pot of gas to maybe test the gas mask with. <laughs> what? Cyclone B or something. What gas mask comes with gas? <laughs> <laughs> On wish, you never know. So I this mean, gas yeah, mask true. comes with the infamous Cyclone B gas from um, World War Two, as we all know. What? No, it, it doesn't. <laughs> that would be crazy. Um, but yeah, but look how lovely it is. And it's on a mannequin. Uh, so you know where to put the gas mask. Uh, how much do you think this is? Um, let me tell you, it was down from a certain amount of money. It was down from £104. Whoa. That's pricey. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, it will do the job, but, I mean, uh, what is that thing of screen? Is that going to be a filter you screw on the end? Because it looks like a candle. Um, <laughs> and that comes with it? Yeah, it comes with it. It has the gas mask and then a little plus and then the filter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, down from a hundred and something. Oh, well, I think the good people at Wish, yeah. <laughs> the good people at Wish, um, the frankly messed up people at Wish, because they are selling some. I mean, yeah, I know they're sponsoring us next week, so thank you. But you are messed up because you sell some crazy ass things. Yeah. Um, I'd say this is forty-seven pounds. Oh, mate, you're in for a right surprise and a right bargain. This is sixteen pounds. Wow. wow, I take it back. The people of Wish, you're great. That is fantastic. I'll be buying me one of them. <laughs> you can wear this into your local coffee shop. You Grab could. a coffee. Yeah, and because it's the Rona times, um, no one will bat an eyelid. Yeah, I mean, they won't. I'd, I'd say this is more stylish than the face mask with sort of built-in visor. Absolutely, yeah. It's definitely cooler. Yeah, definitely cooler. Definitely cooler. Oh, and lovely. It, oh, yeah. yeah. so my next note says vegan but we've already actually mentioned vegan so i'm mentioning it again vegan i like that you write that at the end (laughs) just to make sure just to make sure okay so what is the moral of the story with middlesbrough this week the moral of the story in middlesbrough is if you're in middlesbrough you want to be in the steel industry 
Yes. Um, well, not you... anymore. Not anymore because we're in the sure? post-industrial. Oh. You want to be in the market of selling steel. So basically, there's no money in making it anymore. <laughs> Just selling it. <laughs> I'm sure there are people that still make steel. Yes, there are. Sure. Shout out to you. Shout out to you, Shout by the way. Because we, we need you. We do need you. Um, but okay, so if you go to Middlesbrough, you should um, sell cars. Right. <laughs> should they? Well, at least at least help make them with steel. With steel, because <laughs> <laughs> cars use a lot of steel. Yeah, do, and, that, I, and, and if you're going to do that, you might as well park in the Teesside Shopping Park. Yes, there's lots of spaces. There we are. There are some of the facts. Now, last podcast we did, there were so <laughs> many facts in there, and I feel like this week is the exact opposite. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know anything. Um, but also, if you're moving there, move with um, two, you know, if you if you are, you know, move in with two other couples. Yeah. But um, if, if you're not in a couple, then move in with five other people. Yes. Yeah. If you're not in a couple, live with a close friend <laughs> in a room um, <laughs> with two other couples. Or close friends. And you'll be friends. paying very, very low rent. £75. That's good, isn't it? It's very good. Yeah. I and mean, mini- be- minimum wage is minimum wage wherever you are. Absolutely. So, yeah. You know. So that's all dandy, isn't it? That's well good. Yeah. And if you're in Middlesbrough, watch out for the earthquakes. Yes. There's a lot of those. There's another Go fact. bungee jumping. Go bungee jumping on the uh, the bridge. Say hi there. to Bob Mortimer. Say hi to Bob Mortimer. Grow your gooseberries. Grow your gooseberries, yes. Uh, go and meet Nathan um, Yorkshire Tea Garner and get some yeah, tea from yeah. him. He knows yeah, a tea. Yeah. He knows a cuppa. And um, pass by Ernest Clarkfield's uh, memorial. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for the you know the guy that invented eye testing <laughs> in Barnard Castle. <laughs> there is. And there we are. And there we have it. And we uh, we'll move on to our final section of the podcast which is quick weird <laughs> it's time for quick weird <laughs> no James <laughs> right you can go first on your quick words but what is quick words quick words is um <laughs> Is the bit in the podcast at the end where we find funny um, or weird and amusing news stories from any time and anywhere. And we say them quickly, uh, one after the other, and see what happens, really. Yeah. Yeah. Quick fire, people. And it's nothing to do with Middlesbrough anymore. Um, yeah. So, off you go. Really, really quick. Ready? Okay, yeah. Doctors remove mobile phone charger from man's bladder. Dead snake bites man. A test of democracy. South Korea's nine-year bid for a green onion breakfast cereal. (laughs) Police officer chased himself. (laughs) Move over, James Bond. India returns alleged bird spy to Pakistan. Fox sends text message from stolen phone. I'm done, mate. We had three. 30 squirrels escape from zoo, 38 recaptured. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Those poor eight squirrels. I know, they weren't even, you know. They weren't. Why, why, why are there squirrels in a zoo? 
Yeah, that's a point. <laughs> Didn't think about that. What are they doing? Is Why are they in, there? Is that in Britain? Uh, yeah, I think so. <sighs> I think so. Let's go to that story, actually. So, to explain this story, the squirrel story, um, a typhoon, blimey, uh, wrecked the squirrel enclosure of the... Oh, God. Typhoon? In, in Nokashira Park Zoo in Tokyo in July in 2012, oh, yeah. resulting yeah. in the escape of 30 squirrels. Mm. Why have they got squirrels? Anyway, maybe attempts- there, there's less squirrels than you'd have in England. I don't know this, how many yeah, squirrels may- you have over in Tokyo, but... Maybe yeah. they're a, a cultural phenomenon. Maybe, yeah. Maybe um, they think everyone from Britain is a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> attempts to recover the animals were quite successful. At one count, 38 squirrels had been recaptured. Zoo officials have offered three different explanations for the discrepancy. Uh, one, they miscounted how many squirrels had escaped. Two, the squirrels reproduced while on the loose. <laughs> Getting on it while on the loose. And three, some wild squirrels may have been picked up by mistake, obviously. Um, the zoo implants microchips in their animals, so all recovered squirrels will eventually be scanned. <laughs> Oh, Fantastic! Um, awesome. What was the one that I found really funny? Was it yours? Um, South Korea's nine-year bid for a green onion breakfast cereal. <laughs> yes, yes, it was definitely that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have a look. Have a look at this. So, um, this could be really boring. It is being hailed as a major win for democracy in South Korea. After 16 years in exile, a president this week triumphantly returned to claim his rightful place on the front of a box of green onion-flavoured cereal. This is green onion cereal, it says. The limited edition of Chex cereal sold out within two days when it hit online stores. I'm not surprised, to be fair. I would buy that. I'll give it Um, a go. Now, we haven't actually mentioned before on the pod that I am a huge cereal fan. And what cereal do I love, Jamie? Oh, Special K. And what did you get me for my birthday? Loads of Special K. How many boxes? Well, actually, it was the cheap version of Special K. Yeah, I mean, but, well, I I can do with that. I can deal with that. Mm. Special K is pricey. Um, You got me about 11 boxes of Special K for my birthday. So I'm, you know, I'm down, I'm down with some cereal. But my question is not why is it green onion flavoured cereal mm. um, is that what it was yeah green onion flavour yeah. because that's obvious mm. we all want that but is the, my question is are you having milk with it the picture has milk with the cereal yeah so there you have it folks there you that have it that is the way to eat green onion cereal and um, I mean the crazy and, thing is um, I, I didn't quite believe this the long road to the cereal aisle began in 2004 when Kellogg's Korea launched a light-hearted marketing campaign for Chex. Uh, this is like the brand. Um, a five-grain cereal um, asking South Koreans to vote on a new flavour. And Wait, so yeah. Kellogg's? Our boys Kellogg's? Our boys. Um... You're telling me that they've helped out another brand. Well, it's something under Kellogg's because you have Kellogg's cornflakes. Oh, right, 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 right. right. I assume this is Kellogg's Korea, so they have Kellogg's checks. So this is Kellogg's is uh, is not not a cereal brand. Kellogg's is a culture. Kellogg's is a lifestyle. I'll tell you that now. (laughs) So (laughs) is this more of a subculture? 
This is a subculture, indeed. This is like underground. <laughs> um, underground underground Kellogg's. A TV commercial offered two cartoon candidates in the presidential election for the Czech's Choco Empire. Chocolate-flavoured Czechy and green onion-flavoured Chaka. Um, so they had to choose between chocolate flavour and green onion. And they went for green onion. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, love it. That's like Bojie McBoatface. Yes, that's great. Well, if anybody can get a hand on that, Please. Hand on that? Is that what you say? Yeah. Is that the saying? Um, yeah, you send it over. I mean, it's probably really expensive. Um, probably. Green onion. Okay. All right. Um, James? Yes. I think we're kind of going to end the pod here, I suppose. I think we are going to so. end the pod here. Yeah. Um, and I would love to thank the people for oh, listening to our waffle. Would absolutely. you? Absolutely. Yeah, I'd like to thank you very much because um, we, we did talk some really boring shit today. That is for true. That but, is um, for, for true. Yeah, we hope it brought you some kind of entertainment, at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'd just like to mention the schedule. We saw we're, we're aiming for Fridays before. We were, we're always missing them, but it's sort of got ending up on Sundays. Um, I'm not really sure on our schedule now because we are heading back to the real world, the real life. Um, things are sort of moving again. So exactly. we will maybe in future try and create a schedule, but our lives lack, lack any schedule anyway. Exactly. Um, so... Yeah, yeah, good, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Well, what do you say? Um, I'd like to say yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you, episode twelve. Thank you, episode twelve. Can't believe it's I'd not- love it if we made it. Um, oh, so would I. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, seriously though, thank you for listening to our utter waffle, and we will see you next time next on the time Jam About Town podcast. Jam About Town. I have been Jamie Wilkinson, and I am Jamie Wilkinson. Thank Yay! you very much. Thank you very much. Peace out, people. The audience applause. 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 Hey. Daddy long legs have penises, which technically technically means they aren't spiders. Right? <laughs> we needed more of that. <laughs> they are arachnids, but are more closely related to scorpions than spiders. They are. <laughs> spiders usually have two distinct body segments, um, but this is officially an Apollyonus. <laughs> Apollyonus. Apollyonus. <laughs> and they have compact, oval shaped bodies. There you go. There you go. Because they have penises. Goodbye. Goodbye. It's time for the largest bye. <laughs> it's time to say goodbye. Oh, goodbye, goodbye, everybody. Fuck. Oh dear.